This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Let's get into the serious stage of the season. We've got the Championship already finished. Leagues One and League Two finished today, and the Premiership enters the post-split fixtures. It's all happening. Uh, let's go back to Easter Road, where Hibs lead St Mirren by two goals to nil. Um, how disappointed will Stephen Robinson be, Fraser? You think about the the joy of getting into the top six, but that in itself was a disappointment on the day as well, and he won't want this to turn into a bad run of results. No, especially if they lose today and, and they don't pick up the, their, their game, they will absolutely lose this this game today. Then, of course, they've got all the top four to play after this, so it could be a tough end to the season for someone if they don't pick up their form. They've been really poor. I mean, really just their own mistakes. When you see the first goal, you know, you're head in your hands. You can see why Stephen Robson was furious. Just a slack throw into the centre circle, not getting enough on it. Marcus doesn't know whether to come to it, to wait for it. And it's Yuan, and, and he literally runs through on his own, one on one with the goalkeeper from the halfway line. I mean, it was just a ridiculous goal. But it, even just in general play, though, there was lots of players trying to switch the players, get cut out in the middle of the park. Really poor from sitting there, and you know, on top of the 2 0 defeat a couple of weeks ago against Kilmarnock, they just the last couple of games, their form has just really dropped off a cliff. And, and Hibs, well, Hibs are comfortable, they could have had two or three more, they've had a few half chances. They haven't been brilliant, but they're two up, and they're very comfortably two up. We said before, you know, you've got Hibs on the brink of actually. What could be a very good season you, you would expect Hearts to lose tomorrow It's not a given of course Celtic didn't get it easy Far from it When they went there earlier in the season But if they could close that gap To just one point this weekend It, it you know, really would be game on In that portion of the of the table Yeah, I mean Aberdeen are beginning to pull away And, and you would imagine that they, that they will get that third place But uh, if Hibs were to get above Hearts then They've got all the bragging rights For the, for the start of next season So I, I think they will go on and win this game You know, St. Martin don't really have too many options on the, the subs bench because of the injuries we, we've spoken about of a, a young guy and Watt they were supposed to be the sort of two of the four strikers but Greaves not really been in the game much Curtis Main hasn't done much at all the other end Kevin Nisbet's looked very sharp he looked very strong he's not quite got his, his shooting boots on he's a couple of half decent strikes but just in general play he's looked strong he's looked powerful he's held off Gallagher as well Yuan's a threat on the left hand side Cadden playing further forward on the right from his right back position that he usually usually has back to his own mother sort of wingers days as well it's, it's been decent but uh yeah, you're, you're right for a season that at times has looked as if it could go all pear-shaped. Hibs are on the verge of doing something quite big if they can get the three points today. Yeah, I mean, Kevin Nisbet obviously feeling the heat had to swap his long sleeve shirt for a short-sleeved version during the game. Fraser, just got to look after these things, small details. Yeah, yeah. All very important. I, I was shaking my head thinking, what was he doing? Because it was a free kick right on the edge of the, the, the circle outside the box. And he was taking it. And the referee was, I think somebody taking a knock and the referee was speaking to him and he ran off to change his shirt to go back on and take it. And he hit it straight, it's, it's got, uh, sorry, Trevor Carson, not Scott Carson. So yeah, all very bizarre, I, I don't quite get the modern day football player, but that's probably a good thing, because uh, I'm, I'm just getting too old. Well, I was going to say, although you would think the head of PFA Scotland would get the modern day player, but he's, yeah, he's, he's, got, he's got staff that do that for him, I think, does Fraser Wisher. Are we underway yet at McDermott, Roger Hanna? Yeah, good to go again, just about a minute in, St Johnson leading by the goal to Liam Gordon just three minutes before the break, Gordon, um, match just settling down into the second half Well there we are, St Johnson uh, with what could be a crucial goal before the interval there, let's get these second halves properly up and running, we've got a while to go yet though I think, David Freel at Fir Park yeah, probably another 10 minutes, I think, Gordon. I mean, the, the players are out warming up just now, eh? all the subs playing keep ball, etc., etc. But no, I don't see any sign of the players or, or Kevin Clancy. He'll be in tapping that earpiece, seeing if it's working for the second half. I'm sure he will. What will Derek McInnes be doing, though? I think 
just needs more from his players. I mean, you know, I spoke earlier about Kyle Vassell and how much they would miss him, and I think it's been you've, you've, we've seen that in the first half. You know, I don't think they've really tested the Kelly defence, sorry, Motherwell defence, anywhere near enough. So Danny Armstrong hit the post, and they did have that Scott Robinson chance, but Liam Kelly, barring a few punches, hasn't really had much to do. And I think that'll be Derek McInnes's message: just test the keeper a bit more. You know, you've got good pitch here, good surface, you've got wide open spaces, just be a bit more ambitious and I think, given the fact Ross County are winning Kelly, if Kelly can pick something up here it would be, it could be pretty crucial so I think he'll need you know a lot more in the second half, I'm just looking at the options he's got off the bench I don't know where it's a day for Jordan Jones Liam Paul with guys in an attacking scenario could maybe make an impact, young Bobby Wales, young striker with a, a, lot, a lot of potential going forward as well, so I think he's going to have to do something because right now Kelly don't really look like cutting Motherwell open anywhere near enough Liam Polworth scored a stunning strike against his former team earlier this season I know it's a different Motherwell team these days David But you'll remember that They were 2-0 up against 10 men with 20 minutes to go And Kelly actually came back and drew to each Maybe something in there for the players to, to cling on to Having been there and, and dug something out earlier this season Yeah of course, I mean, listen, it's, listen, it's far from over Kelly just need to improve And as you said, you know, that was one of the the games earlier on in the season, in the season where people are thinking, "I'm really well going to get down." You know, if you can't hold on to a lead when you're, you've got a man advantage, and all that. But as I said, I just think Kelly needs a spark. You know, Danny Armstrong has been good. Rory McKenzie on our side. I, I don't really think that's a role that suits him left wing back. You know, I just wonder where you maybe get Jordan Jones, maybe change your formation. I know Derek has done that in the past, going to a back four. Just wonder if that's maybe an option in the second half because he'd certainly need to get at Motherwell's back three a lot more. Um, but yeah, listen, there is hope, and as you're saying, you know, when you've got guys like Paul off on the bench potentially coming on and making an impact, there's always going to be hope and a chance to get, to get back into the game. Bonnie Rig Rose have taken the lead against Elgin City, which is significant in terms of the makeup of the leagues because it really means Albion Rovers are bang up against it. Albion Rovers would need to win, and Bonnie Rig Rose lose mm. uh, to Hall. Rovers off the bottom of the table So it looks like Albion Rovers Are staring at potential elimination From the SPFL Of course would play the playoff against At the moment Spartans Unless Brecon have other ideas But Bonnie Rig Rose Edging towards safety uh, In that one So that's certainly something We can keep an eye on Hugh Keevans Why don't we do this yep. Whilst we wait on David Friel Getting his second half up and running the second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Peter Crouch And Laurent Robert I have been managed by John Carver and Tony Pulis My move to Scotland Was the first time I played in Europe I am an Olympian and represented my country three times at the Olympic Games. Who am I? So I played alongside Peter Crouch and Laurent Robert. I have been managed by John Carver and Tony Pulis. My move to Scotland was the first time I played in Europe. I am an Olympian and represented my country three times at the Games. Who am I? Come on, I love the second half teaser, the who am I? Because I get it, in the first half, you might get a bit overwhelmed. You might think, oh, there's five answers, there's six. I could never come up with that list. You can throw any random name at us For the second half teaser And you never know You might be right Because there is a lot of information there If you'd rather see it written down uh, Than listening to Hugh I mean, no offence to Hugh uh, You can head to At Clyde SSB on Twitter You'll see the question written down And that is where you send the tweet With your guess on it So get your thinking caps on Try and piece together that jigsaw Send us a name Against all odds Gordon DL has quite a good record at the Who Am I? 
So I'm if, interested if that's to see correct, he's, he's got Daily Thompson Come on It's no Daily Thompson Mark's torn between Daily Thompson and Jonathan Edwards <laughs> Let me see what yeah, you've gone yeah, for yeah, Show me the paper That was a bad one It's uh, a bad one it was a blast from the past. Nah, I don't even know who that, that is. Nah, 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 I don't think you Did would. Did he play with Aberdeen, that boy? No. <laughs> no, Rangers. Same surname, but I know who you're. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about. You're thinking of Paul. Uh, yeah. He's thinking of Olivier. Olivier. There you go. Uh, you can piece that together for anyone that can solve that riddle. Aye. Way off. Way off. Uh, anyway, right, that Bonnie Rig Rose goal. Uh, is the only one of the second halves in Scotland You've got your second half teaser So we're looking after you We've given you something to think about And then don't forget As we do every Saturday Five o'clock Open line Your chance to have your say Now I can see a couple of things in the pipeline here Motherwell fans Kelly, St Mirren Maybe Dundee United You're going to have big reactions To what's happened today with your team Either way Whether it's good or bad And it's quite a big day tomorrow Celtic fans It'll be your last chance To... Predict what's going to happen Is it going to be The title winning weekend How will you fare Without Johnson And Cameron Carter Vickers Can you see Hearts Causing you any problems Do you think it might Run on to Ibrox Or will it be Wrapped up tomorrow And Rangers fans All week mm-hmm. long what, what What is happening Is it Is this Does there need to be A refresh A reset Between now and the end Of the season Would you play Kent and Morelos Would you change The goalkeeper Would you do something else Entirely Let us know Kilmarnock are coming back out for Park I think David any changes I don't see any changes so far Gone. I'm just going to look around at the two teams I think it's as you were and the game's about to kick off in a matter of seconds there we are then we'll see if Kelly can get back into that one they possibly need a win well they do need a win more than Motherwell do but Mark Wilson just to, just to be absolutely sure David Friel gave us the stat apparently and who am I to trust data experts Motherwell have only got a 3% chance of dropping in to the playoff spot But the, one more win and, and that would probably oh, be wiped out entirely I think so You know what I was surprised when David said that And I had to look at the table again Just recent history and how Motherwell went I thought they were kind of home and hose And clear of danger But you forget how close they are still to it The win today if they can see that over the line Then they are fine for this season yeah, I mean, Gordon, like we said, it's probably fine anyway, purely because there's three teams below them. So your eye is immediately drawn to the points column, and you just calculate the difference, and you think, well, that could be made up. Mm-hmm. But what are the chances of St Johnston and Dundee United and Kelly overtaking Motherwell? That's what that's what makes them maybe a bit safer. No, I think I think for everyone, uh, for part that next three points is so important that just. Gives you that real safety barrier. Um, I still don't think, even if Kamanic go back into game of the day, I don't think Mother will be dragged into it. As you rightly said, the teams below have got to win all their mm. games as well. That's not going to happen. So, right now, I would be very surprised if Mother's got to get dragged into that. And leading 1 0 at half time, if they can get there with another three points, then they can start relaxing. FC Edinburgh nil, Adrianians 2, Gabriel McGill on 54 mm. minutes. Uh, I mean, it's not easy to take Yardry through the playoffs no. and get promoted. No, no, no. We we've all been there, haven't yeah, we? Sometimes got to say, penalty shootouts get in the way. Ah, they'll do you every time. But got to say, Yardry have been the entertainment in that division this season. If you go along and watch Yardry, you're either guaranteed goals for your side or you're guaranteed a thumping. Either way, very rarely is it a nil-nil. And that's why I guess credit goes to Dunfermline, doesn't it? Because we know they're a big club, but they've. Taking a really no no fuss approach to winning that yeah. league, just did it. <clears throat> Brilliant defensive record. I wonder. Lost very few. I think was it one game? In fact, didn't lose many. Wonder for the manager. I said last week, 
if he would be top of the list for some of those in our Premiership shopping for managers. Young with two promotions on his CV. Yep. Uh, and managed in the league before, so yeah, he's certainly got it all going on. At he's the minute. lost that, only lost one game. That's, yeah. that's terrific. Yeah. yeah, really is. I think well, St Johnson. 60, 61 much, goals. Um, having said that, they were. What was this? They were losing today. I think no. Um, I'll double check that, but this obviously the damage is is done in a good way. So I think it's a no, 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 no. no. Mm. I was at the plane. <clears throat> Anyway, we'll find out in the near future You've got your teaser up and running as well I am looking to Move towards slowly but surely Getting you on the phones But a while to go yet So we'll get your thoughts either on today's football Or tomorrow's football a bit later on In the afternoon Remember, way behind at Fir Park That game's only maybe two or three minutes into the second half And yes, and I can, I can sense you all Looking at your watch, looking at your clock It's quarter past four um, but there were so many delays there in that first half. Hope Kevin Clancy's earpiece is all right. Well, I think at five o'clock, Gordon, we'll move into bragging rights territory. You know, when you have Celtic going for the title at Tynecastle of all places, where you traditionally have a terrific match, and we've already had them there this season, and then you get Rangers with so much going on at that club, it's incredible on and off the park and on the back of the Celtic defeat in the cup last weekend the the crowd will be putting the team and the manager under scrutiny tomorrow Mark Wilson has the answer to the second half teaser who am I? I gave him that clue look you're finishing the season strongly on these you know Uh, Spittles had a shot saved after great work from Kevin Van Veen there's a great Kamarnock support there as well at Fir Park trying to urge their team on it's not quite working yet but plenty of football left I'm be telling played. you Ayrshire Ayrshire Derby Playoff final oh, can, you that would be. can you imagine how excited Roger Hanna will be mm. Yeah Well they've got a goal scorer Air United And Kilmarnock don't mm. Therefore uh, Don't rule it out I know that Fraser said That he couldn't see Anybody Left in the championship Being able to beat The Premier Ship side But I think Air That Ayrshire Derby You know all about it Gordon I think Air United Could beat Kilmarnock Mm. And get the man next to me There's a new stand opening mm. uh, I'd get, I wonder who that's going to be named after Lee Bullen you would if think, he gets them up <laughs> You would think a legendary yeah. well, manager I've you know, no, so forgotten I, I, all about this guy If Lee Bullen gets them up I, I, I've said it for weeks upon weeks I wish him all the very I was delighted last night <laughs> that he got that result Get take, this Take uh, the big scissors along The Andrew Andre Kinchelska stand at Somerset Park <laughs> yeah. What do you think of that? To be fair um, I've had what four Kilmarnock games Not lost any not lost a goal. Yeah, good, good for you. So Sit. keep banging the drum. Yeah, how's that stand looking now? <laughs> if, if I can't get one named after me in Kirkcaldy, there's no chance I'm getting one. They'll at just go, call it the Andy Walker stand, won't they? For his, his chipping penalty. Yeah. yeah, the penalty kick. Yeah, well, listen, the playoffs are going to be blockbuster. We've just decided there that it's going to be a Northern <laughs> Derby. Of course, there are various other possibilities. It could be Dundee United in there It could be Ross County It could even be St Johnston Queen's Park Partick Thistle Will have other ideas I've re- I just really enjoyed The reintroduction I said it earlier You know They they burst on, back onto the scene With th- those Hamilton Hibs games Were incredible We might not even have reached those Reached those heights Because you think of the size Of the teams and so on It was just Amazing wasn't it um, when, when the Ackies did it And we've had some I was at the first leg of that and, I, and the thing that always sticks in my mind was Terry Butcher was the manager of Hibs at that time uh-huh. and he actually thought 
the job was done. Oh, Jason Cummings scored twice, was yeah, it? Yeah, he thought the job was done. He was over giving the big licks to the Hibs support, basically saying, job done. All credit to the Aki's. Absolutely fantastic. Talking about penalties, was that the one Jason Cummings tried to chip no, a penalty no, down no, the middle? No, 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 that was a Scottish Cup. No, I remember, did they not do that? No, United, I think. Did they not do that in the Hamilton oh, game right, as well? Mm, not sure. Not I sure. thought you were thinking of the one that he, he missed. He missed that at Hamden, I remember. Not sure, I don't think so. But I no, so. it was fantastic. I was doing my license at the time of the second league. I remember that. We could not believe it when we heard uh, down at Largs that what had happened. But I, I did reintroduce the whole concept mm-hmm. with a bang. I don't know if it's ever lived up to that, has it, since then? It's hard to match that drama. But listen, it's great for the teams that are involved. I remember being going to both when I think Falkirk led Kelly, Kelly in the first yeah. leg and then Kelly battered them in the second. You thought maybe Kelly were, were going to go down and Kelly absolutely wiped the floor with them in the second. Um, there's been a Livy obviously um, Dundee United Was that Livy oh, Dundee United Then Thistle was it not in, in Oh the was end it Thistle, up, Thistle I think Dundee United en route No would that be right Maybe I'm getting I'm my seasons yeah. mixed up um, oh, Bit of a hard, oh, hard, hard one for Albion Rovers Because they've got the lead that they need To stay Or to guarantee staying in the SPFL They lead champion Sterling Albion Who've gone on their holidays maybe uh, By a goal to nil But Bonnie Rig Rose are now 2-0 up on Elgin Kieran McGacky's second So it will be Unless something swings dramatically Albion Rovers They need Kane Hester The man I've, I've been speaking about all season For Elgin They need him to step up yeah, You're a big fan of his you Well know. he scores almost he every week He ended your career He'll be there I did actually It's the only video I've watched About six steady, or seven times Steady, steady How big is this? Goal flashes With Clydebilt Home Improvements I'm sorry to do this to you Dundee United and Kilmarnock fans and St Johnston because Ross County have got a second and it's Alex Samuel Ross County 2 Livy nil as things stand they go one point behind Kilmarnock so that could be massive Right, it's Oh and Dundee United fans it's been a bad couple of minutes because Charlie Mulgrew has been sent off oh. a straight red card 1-0 down at St Johnston and it's just got even harder they're absolutely furious um, of course it will be checked by VAR but it was a last man as they call it but oh. Dogzo in referee speak is that right? denying an oh, obvious goal scoring yeah. opportunity um, so there will be a VAR check he may get a reprieve but as things stand currently Charlie Mulgrew will head for an early bath and that would be a disaster for Dundee United already a goal down. Oh, of course. They need they need everybody on the pitch if they had to stand any chance. So it's going to be incredibly hard for them to turn that around. What a couple of minutes that is for them. Well, you wonder about Livingston. You know, you've used the expression yourself, Gordon, today. You've gone on their holidays. You're talking about Sterling Albion, championship winners, and now trailing to Albion Rovers today. But uh, the Livy, I'd be very interested to hear David Martindale after that game because Ross County are not exactly goal scoring machine but they're two up mm-hmm. two to the good and they will no matter what happens I think they will be the team to come out best in the bottom three today well you asked about Dunfermline they have gone a goal up at Alloa now so even though they've won the title they're not taking their foot off the gas FC Edinburgh have pulled one back Danny Handling's penalty but Airdrie still lead 2-1 in the capital I'm keen to see what happens with this Charlie Mulgrew red card. Has that been confirmed yet? I don't think it has. 
What do you do? Just hang about If you're Charlie on the pitch What do the players do now? Do they Because you used to just be Get down the tunnel Get off Don't yeah. even complain to the ref I don't know why Yeah confirmed He's confirmed. gone yeah. He is off Charlie McGrew Street red card I always think they can be quite Difficult ones They're denying an obvious Goal scoring opportunity Because when you When you sort of Pause the footage Or you take a freeze frame It's not always easy to To accurately tell If a covering player Can get there or not Yeah You know people will always Quite subjective that, eh? Spin it whatever way they see yeah, some, Sometimes uh, people think they've got Usain Bolt Exactly, I was going to say that um, Dundee United fans will be arguing Whoever was closest to Charlie Was catching him all day long in covering St Johnson fans would be thinking There's not a chance yeah. he was getting caught Sometimes think yeah, you do err on that side Because it is a, it's to be an obvious goal scoring opportunity Nobody's saying you're definitely going to score You know, yeah. sometimes feel like we, we create this imaginary bar For it Um <laughs> Hugh, what's your teaser again? We'll do some wrong answers. I have played alongside Peter Crouch and Laurent Robert. I have been managed by John Carver and Tony Pulis. My move to Scotland was the first time I played in Europe. I am an Olympian and represented my country three times at the Games. Who am I? Uh, Polly thinks it might be Craig Bellamy. Think again. Uh, nearly read out the correct answer no. there. Uh, Alan thinks it could be Effie Ambrose. Nope. Tomoki Iwata. Oh. Well, must be a different person. Says Chris Commons. Lol. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know which bit of it's funny. But oh, well, on the basis that Chris Commons must be the answer to more beat the pundit questions than anybody. Ah, else. see over my head. Oh, what a trickster this guy was. I enjoyed watching him. Thomas Stephen thinks it's Ricardo Fuller. No, it's not. By the way, so does Richie Crawford as well. He's a he's a common wrong answer. He was a good player, him. Who? Ricardo Fuller. Yeah. Yeah. Great, wasn't he? Good player, yeah, strong. Aye. Aye. Yep, strong lad. Probably even better, didn't he? Went down to Stoke. Oh, went down to Stoke, yeah, aye. He, really he, was, mm. he got the praise he deserved in there. Dunfermline, two up. At Alawa now, Paul McGowan, Annan have levelled against Inhouse Muir through a Tommy Goss penalty. Uh, double change then for Kelly. We did say Liam Polworth scored a wonderful goal against his former team earlier on this season. He's on at Fir Park alongside Alibiosu, Power and Watson off. This fixture is, is never dead. You're writing highlighting earlier. I mean, I was in the studio not so long ago that at Rugby Park, right. the free kick, I said, not Slattery. a chance. And remember that game, Kelly were on top and should be out of sight by half time. Motherwell flipped it, got back into it. And then that game at Fur Park was probably the icing on the cake or, or the, the stick it was used to beat Stevie Hamilton because tactically it was always brought up after it that he got that all wrong when Derek McInnes made. Was it? Five subs did Derek McInnes make pretty quick. Stevie Hamill maybe only made one, and fans were quick to point it out. So this fixture, always life left in it. Oh, that's what I like to see. It was getting tense at the top of the table there. So good to see Callum Slattery pulling clear. He's been booked again. It's his thirteenth well, of the season. He likes a book in this um, in, in in the league, I think. Though David Field says sixteenth. Maybe that's all competitions, or maybe it depends which website you look at. But the one I'm on, he's got the most in the league. On 13 Yeah David Field says His is all competitions And you know It was A big day for it Really when you When you look at the teams involved Because Rory McKenzie Is the Second most booked player In the league And he's playing I don't think he's been booked yet So You know heating It's the, it's the award Everyone wants <laughs> As well win with something At the end of the so, season go A lot of bookings that Isn't it Oh That is well, it goes to, and, and, and I've mentioned it before Considering he's not exactly 
Yeah. He's not like a hatchet man, is he? No. He's not like your hard midfield enforcer. Yeah. But anyway. Um, the Palmerston Pep Good afternoon for him Queen of the South 3 Kelty Hearts 1 Connor Murray On 65 minutes there uh, So he'll be Oh he's never happy But he'll be happier than usual I, sus- I suppose Is he going to the PFA dinner? Oh I've no idea it I don't must, know It must be at the Queen of the South table sure. No getting the track shit mate Ooh, This could be a big goal This could be a big one Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. It's a goal for St Mirren. They are back in it. Alex Grieve. Remember, Hibs were 2 0 up at the break. Cruising. Fraser Wishart was a bit critical of the first half performance. But Alex Grieve has St Mirren back in the game. Game on. You just wonder, because it's this stage of the season, everything at stake, a big expectant home crowd. Yeah. Maybe that introduces some nerves to Easter Road. Well, with a two-goal lead, it sounds to me more like Hibs have taken their foot off the gas uh, because St Mirren were not contributing very much to the game in the first half and now they're three quarters of the way through. They've given themselves a lifeline, so uh, I, I, I can't help but feel Hibs have dropped a level. Got to love the simplicity. Trevor Carson with the kick, Curtis Main with the flick. And Alex Grieve with the finish. You can just imagine ah, it. Route one at its best. Yeah, don't all have to be Man City, do we? Yeah, playing a hundred passes before a goal. Good old direct football. Funny you mentioned that. You know they were two 0 up in Leeds at the break. Yeah, and I think I saw five, four or five Man City players had more passes in the first half than the entire Leeds team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, we're seeing that Haaland's hit the bar oh, and the post. Imagine playing against this Man City side. I mean, just the term chasing shadows. I've got this team takes it to a new level. They've certainly changed because I remember this fixture. I played in this fixture. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Against Leeds. Oh, it was uh, Main Road at the time. Why do you say that with like a a surprise? You know what? What are we? No, they've forty, fifty years ago. How football's improved? You're saying they've changed. Yeah, they have. They have changed. Yeah, it's a generation ago. Yeah, different, but. As I say, as a flying winger, I just I can picture myself right there now. Anyway, Mark Wilson, Breakin <laughs> City. Oh, Breakin City are three two up on Spartan. Oh, oh, look at disappointment in that face. Level in the tie, and it's going to go right to the wire to see who takes on probably Albion Rovers for a place in the SPFL <sighs> next season. So take it. Extra time and penalties. Yeah. Yes. See, that's Was that last? Did that happen last year? No. Or no? Am I getting that wrong? No. I think I'm getting that wrong Never That's mind. an omen for you For the playoffs You think about this Your first victory as a manager Was at Albion Rovers So it was aye. Yeah aye. And Jeez, you never you won that? a game with Breakin Right so I didn't win a game with Breakin You could Did you win a game? Aye Did you? You could go to um, <laughs> I think what, There was one, uh, one, one. Who, uh, Hold on a minute I want to know Who you beat <laughs> Really I, don't, I think it was Elgin <laughs> <laughs> No two I think it beat Elgin And <laughs> Sterling Alvin At home I think Oh aye. brilliant aye, aye. No what's funny You know Looking at Queen's Park last night that I was at Breakin When Willie Hockey took over mm-hmm. Or invested at Queen's Park And I remember sitting uh, with Ray McKinn in the office after we just watched an entertaining 0-0 on a cold wet Wednesday night and asking him what the plans were and he, he, he told me what the progression looked like and I thought that's never happening 
And they mm. were 90 minutes away From yeah. being a Premiership side Maybe they finished Fourth in League One Last Aye. season It's worth bearing that in mind You know, mm. almost got promoted A year after finishing I was, worst, I was, still I was one of the worst Saturdays in my life And I'll never get it back again Sitting there In that Hamden mm. Stadium With him doing below In the dugout <laughs> Watching Queen's Park Do you remember the, the score When you played for City Against Leeds? Have we beat them I think nah. Was it 1-1 one, 1-1 one? One each it was 1-1 one each I was outstanding Queen down of the South are now 4-1 up Rory Payton His last game for Queen of the South If I was reading Marvin Bartley's Facial expressions mm. Right the other night mm. um, I'm, I'm mischief making I'm not sure that actually Is the case But you would imagine He's going to have some suitors Because he is on the shortlist For League One Player of the Year mm. Tough summer ahead for Marvin Because you know Just into management He'll, he'll soon realise How difficult it is to Sign players and get deals across the line at kind of that level. I think you'll love all that. You think so? Yeah, I absolutely like... hated it. That's why I will. I was grateful for this guy to my left when I was at Airdrie. Said no one. Aye, but I just passed it on to him. But then, I mean, Fraser, was it Fraser who touched it earlier? It's literally a few quid a week is a difference mm. from somebody choosing to come to you or not choosing to come to you. Good set of circumstances It feels that Queen of the South Have got Remember the train in Hamilton So it's quite central yeah, We're yeah. not going down there Full time Full time in League Incredible One. You know. Yeah that, yep. is, that is incredible Full time Yeah St Mirren fans Are trying to do their bit They're all on their feet They're get, trying to give the players A real boost They did get a nice lift From the goal They're pushing Hibs back Marka Harris girlfriends In the car park She's beating, beating the horn, the horn Exactly <laughs> Kevin Van Veen's had a shot <laughs> saved For Motherwell He's been very good again But no goal yet as he tries to close in on an even more impressive goals tally. I assume our learned colleague can correct us that we'll have the shortlist for the Premiership Player of the Year this when does week. does that come out? I'd, I'd imagine it'll be this week because the, the, the dinner's next Sunday, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. it'll have to be this week. Will Kevin Van Veen be on it? Yes. 100%. Yes. 100%? 100%. Okay. Yes. Well, maybe. Because <laughs> um, if I'm thinking, you know... You've got a few of the Celtic players there, obviously. Duke Shankland. I'm drawing my stone here. Uh, no, I think it should be. Fraser's giving me the nod. Mm. <laughs> yeah, a few contenders though. Yeah, We're talking about could, attackers yeah. outside the top two. You well, Duke, Kyogo, Kyogo, Hatati bound to be there or thereabouts. Would you overlook guys like McGregor, McGregor yeah. Carter, yeah. Vickers? Well, I mean, it's not going to be. It's just never is. It's not going to be four Celtic players. Wednesday is the big day, says Fraser. Wednesday. Oh, mm. they'll all be down there getting their photos taken, yeah, doing mm. the rounds, doing the press. Mm. Who have you went for, Mark? Who's your preference? I, I went for Hatati at a time that. Yeah, we injuries. Mm. Oh, hold on, just to clarify. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, just in your own head? Yeah. No, on here. Aye. Remember, oh, right. Daz yeah. and I were. You just had me worried there. Because he doesn't. Or that I get a vote? Yeah, you set that up as if he's got a vote. <laughs> Still no, a paying no, member no, of the no, PFA. No, no. Just, just, um, just yeah, because I was just saying, Matt, did you not change to Kyogo? No, nah, I said to Tati, but oh, I would uh, change it to Kyogo now. <laughs> Great. Uh, because Tati's been injured and, you know. Kind of out of sight, will be looking for his 30th goal of the season at yeah. Tynecastle tomorrow. A real hot number for Celtic Kyogo. Best signing that uh, Ange Postacoglu made. The big argument for Kyogo, and loads have said it, is he does it in the big games, and that's what mm-hmm. that's what yeah. usually wins awards at the end of the season. I think the young player will be interesting. I'm not sure there are many that spring to mind. Fraser Wishart, I'm sure, will because he always keeps me right on the. 
criteria Remember it's the football writers mm. one They have to be Scottish That's not the case for the PFA Scotland one I think Leo Labada won it last year As an example I don't know if there are loads Is he If he's still eligible He'd probably have a shout You're right back um, Max Johnson Maybe a kind of Got late, a Outstanding goal And he's he's been Well consistent yeah. in the side Second part of the season though Yeah um, Any Aberdeen players What age is Boy Clarkson Not, not too old I don't know um, what, I what is the age oh, Fraser's Fraser trying to tell us Age 21, 21 or under On the first game of the season So Malik Tillman Yeah mm, What age is Duke older Would you give yeah. it to Malik Tillman Who Consistently doesn't turn up for the big game. It's the it's the, it's the players that vote for it. Yeah, like I know. I say, if you're, but they so, should know that then better but, than else. It's all right saying that. Come up with four young player of the year because that's what you need. To, it's all right saying yeah. he's not in it. He's not in it. Who is not in it? But who is Duke's twenty three? Won't be him. No. So, yeah. You know there aren't many. So I think Abada would still be, and we can argue about this on the the. Um, in the, the days that are to follow But Abada's 21 now So he'll qualify I don't think he'd I mean, This season I don't think he'd be A contender Again Who else? Who is then? But, but who are the you, four? But you still have to rule people out no, but Who are the four young players Above Leal Abada on the shortlist then? That's all I'm asking I'm not trying to be Just make four up Because we need, we need to come up with four I'll back you up you don't, you don't <laughs> need to, well, uh, You don't need to be Objectively brilliant You need to be in the top Four young players of the season That That's the point I'm trying to make That so, is a problem though You know I know we're trying To come up with names That's a problem Because I've never known a season Like that Usually they spring to mind Pretty easily And usually we've mm. got A lot of young players Who are being Touted mm. a going Elsewhere in England It's not been the case This season see, right, Scotland. see now that you think of, I've now convinced myself I'll be surprised If Tillman And Abad Are both not on that list just purely because of age You're going to have to come up with someone line, else You're going to yeah. have to come up with someone they play, who's they've scored above goals. those Yeah that is, Again, that is not me saying I think those two have had wonderful seasons But you can't think of any other Young players that would be It's a many. fair point, I'm the same And Fraser, Fraser does make it a, a good point as well And I, I mentioned that they are The football writers is My goodness They have to be Scottish, Scottish. Name yeah. any You mentioned Max Johnson Who by the way Might even be one of the shouts And he's only played Half a season Because there are none That have played Yeah This season Of course but It's been a good half season It's been at the oh, tail end I know But uh, yes Competition is weak this year But it shouldn't diminish Good two minutes any of the Roger will be back in With a reply uh, Roger yeah, Roger will have a few None Roger's struggling Come yeah, on Roger Yeah yeah. So you've got no more for me I'm were, struggling And I'll tell you what especially If you want to shoot down Tillman and Abada You need to give no, me, no, I, I give me alternatives down, But what I'm thinking is You're talking there about Scottish Oh that's tough That's really tough this season Yeah Honestly there's not even Any that have Played Like really I mean Max Johnson half a season Ethan Erehorn half a season At St Mirren before he left Did Conor Barron start the season at Aberdeen But nowhere near it now yeah. Is Josh Campbell oh, Young enough yeah. mm, Again tilled off a bit Yeah Campbell's Campbell's still in the play For the under 21s Scotland 21s No mm, Maybe the shout Scored a few decent goals This season No too old He's Too, too old, old. I don't need to bump that age up Yeah Roger Hanna yeah. says Mark O'Hara's girlfriend Is in the top three <laughs> Such as <is> the whack <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh that's yeah. a I'm an indictment in our game there We can have a good day It is unusual Because week, so. our league is always mm. Littered with good young players 
and seasons gone by. Um, so no, no good at all. I take it it's, is it the full of Scotland this goes out to? It's not just league specific for yeah, the th- young th- player. I think for the, I'm pretty sure for the PFA award. And again, Fraser, as well, just getting Fraser on the phone. I think you can. I think all four divisions. I think can have well for it by, right on cue. Um, a young man who was in the shortlist for League 2 Player of the Year Charlie Riley he's had a brilliant season and it's crazy to think because I know look, I know Albion Rovers are bottom of the pyramid they're about to go out of it altogether um, but it's a brilliant season for, for Albion Rovers yep. of, you know, good he's, player he's only, uh, aesthetically, he's only aesthetically you know for a young player who what? falls at the league at Albion Rovers to win it What's that no. scene for no, the rest no, no, I'm just saying players who've had a good season. Sorry, yeah, but he's had an excellent season. <clears throat> 24 goals for the season now. So you talk about Van Veen. Uh-huh. Charlie Riley's 21, 24 goals for a team that's finished 42nd. Give him in it. The pyramid. Give him it sounds it. to me you've automatically got a terrific uh, Super Scoreboard on Wednesday night when, yeah. the, when the, the lists are revealed. Well, Tuesday night I think will be good because that's when we can have our final. Mm. You, you speculation about it, you know. Yeah. Um, yellow card for Guthrie at Livingston. It's going to be checked for a potential red card. Livia two 0 down. I, I can just imagine, imagine being stuck next to David Martindale on that bus oh. back from Dingwall. That's if you lose down if two you're... or more and get a man sent off, tell you it brings Ross County right back into it. Yeah. Today I thought if they lost, that's him. They're gone. No way back. But all of a sudden. We come on at losing, Dundee United losing, they're right back in that mix. Well, it's a three-way fight. If the results stay, or the scorelines stay as they are at the moment, then St Johnston would be mm. too far away from the, the bottom three to be seriously troubled. And it'd be Dundee United, Kilmarnock and Ross County. It's three-way ama- fight. It's amazing how sometimes we get onto a topic of conversation and then something just very... Appropriate pops up Because there are different routes of course For young Scottish players Why there are not many Some go at an earlier age Old pal of the show Derek Ray We've had him on many times yeah. To talk yeah. about Scottish teams Against German opposition He's I've seen him tweet there That Bayern Munich Have named Liam Morrison On the bench today oh. For a game Against Bremen 20 year old defender Was at Celtic When he was, when yeah. he was younger um, Went to Bayern 2019 and he's on the, the bench for the first team. Yeah, that's extraordinary. I, I watched him a couple of weeks back for Scotland 21s against Wales, captain, and I've got to say he had a poor, poor game. Ah, great. I, 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 yeah, but then I'm looking at his, his background and I'm looking at he was promoted to the Bayern as a B team they call over there and he was playing regular and I thought, okay, he's just had a bad afternoon, but they must think highly. But that's some leap, even to go after their B team to their mm. first, their, their squad's so strong. Oh, that red card has been shown. So Curtis Guthrie got a yellow and it's been upgraded to a red for Livy. Serious foul play, 82 minutes gone. And Livy 2 0 down. Can we kiss goodbye to that game one? Over. Yeah. yeah, game over. Good sure. afternoon for Malky Mackay. We're needing some more goals. I thought we are going to get a more exciting afternoon second half. Okay, um, obviously Motherwell game's only 10 minutes in at second half, but <laughs> that's plenty of time to go. But I thought we'd have got mm. more goals. Yeah, are they more there, Hugh? More drama? You're very quiet this afternoon. No, no. I, I think th- you're keeping all for Sunday. No, I think it's a, an as-things-stand day, and uh, you know, it's been a bad day uh, for Kilmarnock. I don't see them coming back. Bad day for Dundee United Good day for Ross County Bottom three Separated by One point 16 to go At Fir Park uh, One 
quick quick visit to the teaser who will round it off soon but let's I have played alongside Peter Crouch and Laurent Robert I have been managed by John Carver and Tony Pulis my move to Scotland was the first time I played in Europe I am an Olympian and I represented my Mm. country three times at the games who am I? Siller 87 goes for Ki Sung Young no I can see that you know maybe would have played yeah yeah, but wrong Fraser Innes thinks Stephen Colker no Chris thinks Canu never played here though did he apart from in that Legends game at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I like this from Fudgy Wudgy. This is an old, <laughs> an old classic of the show. He says, "Jeremy Aliadier," because ah. he just wants to hear the old guy say it. <laughs> Jeremy Aliadier. He's great at that, isn't he? Honestly, <laughs> I thought it was quite, I thought it was quite good. Yeah, I'm good at that. I thought it was quite good at Laurent Robert. Felix Boy thinks Scott Sinclair. No, um, Scott Sinclair. He did three well, Olympic games. Well, Fair enough, but I think he was part of the one. Was he not? Was he not in that one? Yeah, team that everybody GB came uh, together for London 2012. Did any Scottish players get into no. that? No, none made it at all. No, you no, would have thought so. they would have just flung one in just to to make it look. Have loads now though. Aye, aye. aye. McGinn, Robertson, yeah, Tierney. Robertson, Tierney. Aye. Stick McTominay in there as well. Why not? Get big dykes in anyway, there. How can Manchester City get a penalty and Erling Haaland doesn't take it, and the guy who does take it misses it? And the one was going for his hat trick. That's yeah. what it's all about. Hugh, team game, give him his hat Selfish. trick. Selfish. That's what it is. Selfish. Oh, oh look at Pe- Pep, Pep shouting to Haaland, you uh-huh. have to take it. You have to take it. Because Big Allardyce was saying, going, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> See, Pep, Pep, Pep and I, same wavelength. Well, Fre- and David Fuel and Fraser are quite right to, to point out the accuracy. The SFA refused to participate. So there we go. We would have had loads in the oh, team. Oh, did we? It was our decision. <laughs> Uh, in case it led to Would a UK team down the line Sam is oh, working Sam, miracles yeah. down He's south He's as good as Pem Klopp Listen I'm more interested in what's happening up here uh, There's nothing happening up here That's why we're talking about City Anything happening at McDermott Park Dundee United having a go at this mm. Even though they're down to 10 men Nothing to report Remember yet. at Fir Park They weren't down to 10 men that day But they came late They got the equaliser yeah. They got the winner When they put it past them yeah. Lewis Jameson on for St Mirren Replacing Alex Grieve Kieran, oh, Kieran Offord, sorry, Fraser says it is So a bit of a dispute as to who's come on for St Mirren But either way, they've made a change there Oh, it is Jameson, he's corrected himself Tell me about Donald Trump I could not concentrate on the big trip to London To pick up station of the year In case you hadn't heard with our colleagues in here Because I knew that you were on the same golf course As the former president yeah. And maybe future president Who knows, it's a wacky world did you meet him? I met him. Aye. No, I didn't. I, I did meet him. Anyway, I'll tell the story again, Gordon, because you weren't I here. I wasn't here. So it was a shotgun start, and he'd just arrived in the course. I started in 14. By the time I got to 18, we're on the green putting for Eagle, Gordon. Oh, here we go. And you know the cart path goes right behind uh-huh. the 18th? Who comes driving by? Donald Trump. So he's on the championship course. No, he's, he's driving to the driving range. But he was right past the championship us. course. He's, he's from me to you away. He says to me, Is everything going okay, fellas? And I say, All good, thank you. And he says, Great. What an exchange. I mean, yeah. the, the, uh, that's, the memory. Well, that's, yeah. that, I can see I've met the, but the former he gets president. There's a photograph of him about 60, 70 yards away. <laughs> so he's driving away yeah, and I'm yeah, trying, yeah, to anyway. yeah, yeah. trying to get okay. my phone. Yeah, yeah. But a couple of the guys met him later on that night. But it was unreal. Well, this Secret service uh, everywhere. Well, this influences chances of becoming the president if, if he says I've, I've met Mark Wilson. <laughs> well, 
think of Frank McAvenny. One week he's caught in a bit with DJ Daz. Then next true. week he's, he's caught in a bit with Donald yeah. Trump. Two equally dodgy characters. Well, big, big uh, uh, a lot in common. You I and didn't Donald. have the red tat on. Roger Hanna says your exchange is not quite Frost Nixon. But, um, not quite, but well I'm working on it. Is he not a notorious cheat on the golf course? Is yeah. that not? Ah, I've never played golf with him, so I don't. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so you didn't get. You didn't get to see any of that. Well, we, I watched him kicking, at the driving range. His ball up there. I watched him, and he was just this thing away. You can't accuse somebody of being a cheat if you've not played with him. No, is that that's what this you know social media rumor that sort of thing. There was a book. A book came out. Yeah. In which he was. I think the title of the book was the first cheat, and that was Donald Trump on the golf course. Yeah. I wouldn't play with that. He wouldn't get right past her. He, he wouldn't get right. past her, and saying that, how can he cheat? He, honestly, he had about 45 people just well, standing around about him because yeah. they just form a circle around him and uh-huh. he pulls another ball out of his pocket. <laughs> and no one tell else is in the boys, give me, get up there and get a good lie for me before I go up. Yeah, he's always got somebody looking for his ball, unlike us. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how Interesting class character. That must be he just go down to the golf course and say, right, I'm number one, I'll win this. I'm playing. I'm starting when I want. Right? In fact, mm. I'm not going to let anybody on. I'm just going to play myself. How good would that be? I wish I'd seen him after the showers, though, because the showers Sorry? were freezing after it to say, look, oh, Donald, get these... All right, oh, uh, I was getting, getting a wee bit worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> Donald, these towels are getting a bit small. Donald, where's your... <laughs> Thanks. Did you tell me say about you, Donald? Clyde won Montrose one. I've never been so glad for Montrose goal. <laughs> um, and uh, Bonnie Rigro as well done to them. Uh, they've stayed, they've kept their SPFL status. They came up, it's not like they threw loads of money at it and sometimes we see teams come up and, and really start climbing quickly. They, they kept a lot of the team that got them up from the Lowland League. They had to just dig in and stay in the division and they have Bonnie Rig Rose 3, Elgin City nil. Some full-time whistles are starting to go. But with that in mind, Hugh, let's finish this. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Peter Crouch and Laurent Robert. I have been managed by John Carver and Tony Pulis. My move to Scotland was the first time I played in Europe. I am an Olympian and represented my country three times at the Games. I am Morris Edu. Morris Edu. Well done if you got it right and lots of you did. A great standard as always. Larry Hansen was in third place. Well done, Larry. Adam Colville, second fastest. And Woody, 67 Got Morris Edu very quickly indeed. Well done to you all. Good effort on that one. I always like to see how quickly you can put these together because my mind does not work that way. I'm impressed every single week. Full-time whistles are going. Dunfermline, they've won again despite having already wrapped up the League One title, not taking their foot off the gas at all. Are we going to get any late drama? Is there anything doing? Dundee United, you're down to 10 men, but you're fighting for your lives. Can you get an equaliser at McDermott Park? Can Kilmarnock pull one back? Can they equalise at Fir Park? Can St Mirren, there's only one goal in all three of those games. I think Ross County are done. They're out of sight. Well done to them. Livy have that dreadful, unhappy trip down the road. Kilmarnock would be my only guess at belated interest. I think the rest are done and dusted, but uh, there's still a lot of time to go to Fair Park. Oh, that's true, yeah, I'm forgetting how far. Huffing and puffing at the moment, David Friel says, but um, yeah, we're a good bit behind in that one, because there was all sorts of delays. You don't need me to bang on about Kevin Clancy's earpiece much longer. Malky McKay is the winner today. Yeah. 
Yep. He's the boy. That's was right. You said midweek yeah. um, that you were going to wait till today to see where you judged Ross County. Oh, very good. Uh, where yeah. do you Where do you judge him now? Right judge, in, that's good. I, I judge in the mix. Him, I judge him in the mix. Um, so last week when they shipped six, you've got them written off, and now they win. You've no, I didn't. Safe, I didn't so. ever write them off. I was writing them off tonight at five o'clock for the right, lost okay. at home to Livy. Um, so but, that night when they lost the Hearts, you would have said, "Yeah, they might still stay up." Yeah. Yeah, I'd have every confidence. Mm. Um, and obviously, it's shown that patience is a virtue. Um, and I think that's a terrific result. I think the winners as well today are St Johnston Motherwell, if they hold on. If they cause, hold on. Because that takes them right out of the equation. I think you should get a white flag option in football. You know, if you're Livy, you're two down, you've got a man sent off, and the ref holds up the seven minutes board. You uh-huh. can say, nah, 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 call it two. Just die. We'll just get down the road. Yeah, that, happened, that happened to me. We were referee. They were supposed to be about five minutes, and he just they're not coming back. <laughs> to be fair, it was seven at a time. So I, I thought I thought it was every right yeah. to blow the whistle. Anyway, if we are going to get later, it could be in any of our or other three featured matches. You know, St Mirren might have an equaliser in them, as might Kelly, as might Dundee United. They are down to ten though, and I'm looking forward to seeing that incident. Finding out if it's contentious or not, then analysing Jim Goodwin's reaction, um, because it's a well trotted out phrase. These things could get us relegated. I know, but at the same time, there's an awful lot of football played before we got to that. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, it sounds to me like Dundee United, on the back of three straight defeats, have not risen to the occasion in the way that was demanded of them. Interesting that managers have different feelings on these things. Jute Kanj Postacoglu makes five subs. Every week mm. Every single week And quite early at times Only one sub for Motherwell so far mm. Stuart Kettlewell It's not really his He doesn't like to disrupt things And it's quite often um, Harry Payton who comes on Having just been signed Most recently Of, of all the players um, Depends what quality He's got like sitting to. behind you Ange Postacoglu has got quality That can go ah, and Stephen O'Donnell's now coming on Maybe Well yeah yeah. Well, I mean well, Stephen O'Donnell Wouldn't be the, the least of his worries Of course Um but if he's got a bench full of quality that can go on and take the game to a new level, he would use them. I he obviously hasn't. I assume he's shutting up shop because Mandron has come off. Surely Stephen O'Donnell's not going up front, although it would be quite something. Um, Mikel Mandron going off. Although, do you know what? I'm not saying there's loads of obvious quality, but I had a look at a, a, a reserve game the other day that Motherwell mm. played. Not the one this week, I think the one before. And you forget that they signed loads of players... In January, you know, threw everything at it, Stevie Hamill and, and then Stuart Kettlewell. That's a very, very, that's got a really big squad now. A re, like, really big squad. You think of guys that have all played a lot of first team football. So I think the, the reserve team I saw the other day was something like Stephen O'Donnell, Bevis McGabby, Ricky Lamy, uh, Lennon Miller, who's obviously a youngster, Danzaki, Japanese player. Oh, who yeah, came I forgot in. about him. Jackie Chisholm. Oh, good. Forgot, forgot about him as well. Um, that uh, Dean Cornelius guys mm. have, believe it, believe something's it or got not, to give them yeah absolutely yeah. believe it or not because they signed a lot of players in January Motherwell have actually got a large number of players that have played first team games I was going to say were, were those players signed in longer term contracts or were they a, a quick fix to the end uh, of the season I think about, well some of them are guys that were already there yeah because that causes its own problems for Stuart Kettlewell how he wants to shape the squad he doesn't want to carry a large squad of players he's not going to use into next season uh, he wants to focus on the people who are going to make a difference rather than the people he wants to get out the door so it can become a tricky situation that oh Dundee United have hit the bar <laughs> Stephen Fletcher oh, what a turnaround that would be behind in the game down to 10 men for a fair while now 
And we did say at the start of the game It could be the Stephen Fletcher Sort of spearheads this survival mm. bid um, And he's hit the bar That's fine margins as they oh, say yeah. Certainly is That's a real disappointment for Dundee United this afternoon Won there earlier on the season um, Off the back of three consecutive wins Looking for a fourth Real bad afternoon Particularly when Jim goes in and sees that Ross County result I like to give him a hard time when he's here So I'll give him a grudging praise when he's not Queen of the South 4, Kelty Hearts 1 oh. Well done to our old yeah. pal Marvin well Bartley Marv. Meaningless game obviously But you know, well done anyway They all count, goes towards the win percentage He'll be back at Hibs as manager one day <laughs> well, They're not doing too badly themselves at the moment It's been a, an up and down relationship for Lee Johnson and these Hibs fans But as things stand They're going to move one point behind Hearts if football was played on paper Hearts would not pick up any points tomorrow But they might um, And that could be quite The end to the season in that department What a game that's going to be though Celtic minus Carter Vickers yeah. Kobayashi coming in Lauren Shanklin going for the Hearts goal scoring record What a day that's going to be Short Kettle will we'll hope this doesn't come back to bite Motherwell Paul McGinney six yards out and he hits the post Ridiculous miss According to David Friel He's had one or two Is he not in his career At Motherwell Did he not have Motherwell one? not have one Earlier on this season yeah, Similar to that yeah, It was McGinn wasn't it Yeah I can't yeah, I feel like I remember <laughs> that Down the right hand That's side That's right yeah, yeah What game was that in again Oh I don't know If I was Ooh. Horrendous miss Well it was one of the few That I think sitter. I think I was there So we're looking at Did a Sunday game Did he come off the post Or something Yeah I think it's the same today Yeah there we are So hopefully that doesn't come back to haunt Motherwell uh, Sorry Obviously For any Kilmarnock fans That are tuned in uh, Albion Rovers They've won 2-0 They've beaten the champions Sterling Albion As can sometimes happen At the end of the season But not enough Albion Rovers Will finish 42nd In the SPFL And they will take on Either Spartans or Brecon To see if they can Retain their place Because that one's going to go To the wire I think Last time uh, I checked So As we said One of the Institutions if you like yeah. One of the traditional names That you associate with the SPFL But that is the point Penalties At Glebe Park Penalties to decide oh, If you get the chance Tension 3-2 breaking on the day 3 all in aggregate And it's just going to go to penalties to decide Now it's going to penalties now Sorry to decide if um, Who makes it To take on Oh you know what I, I know we might laugh at it But as pressure for these players oh, and, and the clubs Who are You know Aspirations are getting into the leagues uh, Breaking back there But Spartans for the first time Huge I don't mind admitting to my mistakes Some of you could learn a thing or two Go I, I mocked you For saying that Chelsea would win today They've won 3-1 Yeah I've told you oh, Listen Even a broken Lampard's going to get it right uh, Every uh, now and that's then That's the reason I went for it Be enough to get my another job The in only the one I, I was I was <laughs> talked out of today And one of my tips came from Mr. Keevans, who talked me out the Ross County, I fancied them to beat Livingston. But why? You're a fool to listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I, that as ironic. I, I, have, just, I have just learned that just now, Hugh. Do you want to know what I, th I thought was quite strange about the, the prediction as well? Because I I, over, I think I overheard them say it. Um, yeah, I know. I know what you've got to say. About Eamon Brophy. Yeah, I can't understand. <laughs> was he playing? Yeah. No, 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 but you know, I know he's been injured. He's been injured for the last couple, and, you know, they. 
they kind of Simon Murray, Jordan White, okay yeah. with it. I know they did. How the way he said he went, Oh, bro, he's not playing. He's not playing. No. Definitely not. And I thought, no, right, listen, okay. It does serve you right. You should not listen to him when it comes to predictions. Correct. It's finished at Easter Road. What a big result this could be, Fraser Wishart. Yeah, huge result to Bernie. Two, St. Mirren one. They have supporters cheer their team, but perhaps more in relief than anything else. Because towards the end, St. Mirren really pushed them back. The Hibs held on to get the vital three points in this race for the Conference League. All their good work was done in the first half when. Ellie Ewan and Will Fish scoring the goals. They put them deservedly ahead. Someone really poor in that first half, but they fought back in the second. Alex Greve goal, giving them hope. But they just couldn't create that big chance to get the equaliser late on the game. Plenty of half chances, but no real clear-cut chances to grab a point. Hibs, as I said, really comfortable in the first half. Two up, although someone will be unhappy. The easy goals that they lost. Four minutes gone. Charles done the left-hand side, just inside the Hibernian half. Took a throw in. I don't know why, but he tried to throw it into the middle of the park towards Marcus Fraser's fellow centre-back. He didn't throw it hard enough. It bounced up the way. Fraser didn't know whether to come to the ball or wait for it. He waited. Elia nipped in and he ran on challenge for about 40 yards. 1-1 with the goalkeeper. Good low finish by the striker into the back of the net. 2-0 in 24 minutes. Joe Newell on the right-hand side in swinging corner to the front post. Paul Hannon went to head it but he missed it and the ball bounced high and quickly. It was a really good finish by Will Fish at the back post into the back of the net because the ball came at him really quickly off the surface. Someone's offered little an attack or had a volley on top of the net. Their best effort. Maybe better in the second half. Back is on for Gallagher at half-time and immediately Saints the first 10 minutes of the second half were far better than they were in the first, pushing Hibs back. Although Hibs should have wrapped the game up in 56 minutes. Kevin Nisbet did really well, strong on the ball, held off a couple of challenges inside the centre circle. Lovely pass to Egan Riley. He drove forward, laid Cadden in wide on the right-hand side. He didn't have to take a touch. The first time he just passed the ball towards Nisbet, who continues running to the box. Eight yards out, you put your money on the Scotland strike at the score, but he fired well over the bar. An absolute sitter. The other end, an equally bad miss for St Mirren. Curtis Mayne was only three yards out. A strain cross was deflected it fell into his path he made contact with the ball Curtis main but it fell into the arms of David Marshall although the keeper knew little about it he did get a goal back in 65 minutes a really simple goal one end of the park to the other Trevor Carson with a long kick head flicked by Curtis main and Grieve ran through unchallenged one on one with the goalkeeper although Marshall got a touch to the ball the ball ended up in the back of the net so the game really opened up Hibbs dangerous on the breaks and pushing really hard for the equaliser Chris Cadden burst through on the right hand side denied by a brilliant tackle and backtracking by Bacchus just as it looked as if Cadden would score but Hibs fans in the latter stages becoming anxious after a really comfy afternoon it became a nervy end young Lewis Jimison hit the side net from the edge of the box Bacchus had a shot blocked and then strain blast a half chance over the bar but it's sitting on really pushed for that equaliser Hibs defended really well and didn't didn't really threaten the Hibs goal at all the Sittman striker Sittman I think well, they'll really rue the poor start to the game and the soft goals they lobbed at Hibs. Great result for them. Put themselves one point behind big rivals' hearts in fourth place. An exciting end of the season for the Hibernian supporters. Full time at Easter Road. Hibernian 2, St Mirren 1. You missed a goal, Kevin Van Veen. He has to get in in the action at some point. Motherwell 2, Kilmarnock 0. Meant to be a very, very good goal indeed as well. We'll hear from David soon. But let's go to McDermott. It's finished there, Roger. It's finished and Johnson won in United now a first home derby win for the Saints in eight years a first win as manager for Stephen McLean and it's put clear daylight now between the Saints and that drop zone survival scrap they are five clear of United and Kelly and six clear of Ross County Liam Gordon the club captain was a goal hero just two minutes before the break but it was a nervy finale for the hosts even after Charlie Mulgrew landed a straight red card Stephen Fletcher straight Breaking the crossbar deep into added time as the Saints supporters were made to sweat for their first home win here in seven months. 
Fletcher went close after just 11 minutes testing Remy Matthews at United made a bright start Kieran Freeman next to threaten with a shot deflected past Matthews post as United really looked to push on three straight league wins they taken into this game but United sorry Saints grew into the game before half time Graham Carey who was recalled for the injured Conor McLennan he had an angle drive pushed away by goalkeeper Mark Berigetti in 37 minutes but a breakthrough goal came just six minutes later United and Berigetti failed to deal with a throw and a long throw from Andy Contarine in the left Stevie May should have profited he had a fresh air swipe but the ball fell invitingly for captain Gordon who guided a low right foot shot into the corner for 1-0 United needed to respond after the break Murray Niskanen he had an effort that was headed cleared by Considine before they could threaten Matthews in goal and then a flash point in 61 minutes Melker Halbert breaking clear in the inside left channel taken down as a last man by Charlie Mulgrew referee Alan Muir quickly on the scene flashed a red card the decision was backed by the VAR Greg Aiken off win Mulgrew United tried a reshuffle wide men Aziz Behic and Niskanen ended up back in the full bank roles they tried everything they could to push forward and threaten Matthews goal they never came closer than when Fletcher cracked the woodwork deep into five added minutes added on by Muir after all those wins for United they are now back deep in a relegation scrap one point separating three teams at the bottom St Johnson have a breath of breathing space so Gordon Saints won Dundee United nil what a day at the bottom uh, You just were looking to see if Dundee United Or Kilmarnock were about to put something together They've both been beaten have they David Freel? Yes they have Gordon full time Motherwell to Kilmarnock now It's party time here at Fair Park Stuart Kettlewell probably won't admit it But Motherwell are surely officially safe now After a big win inside them now Nine points ahead of the relegation playoff Only four games to go they are safe, they can start planning for next season. Kevin Van Veen came out to see a big King Kev banner before the game and he crowned another top display with an injury strike goal to take his tally to 25 for the season. Blair Spittle, he grabbed his fifth of the season and Motherwell are now closing in on Livingston in seventh place. What a job Stuart Kettlewell has done, I know it's been said, but they were joint bottom when they took over and their season has been utterly transformed. Great work from him. It was a delayed kick-off start of the game due to a problem with Kevin Clancy's earpiece. Motherwell wasted no time when they did start opening the scoring inside four minutes. James Furlong raced down the left, picked out Spittle with a really nice low cross. He took a touch and found the bottom corner with his left foot. Van Veen had the ball in the net after Mikael Mandron's low cross. That was ruled out after a lengthy VAR delay. It was sort of offside. Kelly's best chance in the first half came when Danny Armstrong called a free kick off the base of the post. In fairness, that was probably as close as they came all day. They improved in the second half, but they didn't really carry a goal threat at any time. Motherwell had all the best chances. Blair Spittle had another shot saved by Sam Walker after a really good work from Van Veen. Van Veen was in the mood. He just constantly pulled down out that left flank, just cut inside. It was terrorising the Kelly defence. He could have had a hat-trick. Walker saved one, about two or three get blocked. And then eventually, after Paul McGinn missed the sitter of the season when he hit the post from six yards, Van Veen did get his goal. He raced through, showed great composure, and then just finished easily past Sam Walker. 25 for the season. Motherwell are looking up for Kelly. Relegation remains a real possibility. Derek McKenzie said I'm now just one point off bottom with four games to go. They are in deep trouble. But good times for Motherwell. Full time, Motherwell 2, Kilmarnock now. What a day. What a day of Premiership football. Ross County uh, beating Livingston as well. So it's just got even tighter at the bottom. Just when you thought it would maybe start to separate, it has been a good day for Motherwell, a good day for St Johnston, a good day for Ross County, but a bad day for Dundee United and Kelly in between. So it's that time on a Saturday when you have your say. It's the best bit of the Saturday. 
So what are you thinking? 0141-951-1025 If we are talking today Motherwell fans Are you officially safe? St Mirren fans How disappointing It was the afternoon At Easter Road Anyone else involved? Comarnock fans How worried are you Starting to get Pick up the phone Maybe you want to go last night Queen's Park fans Are there any Out there in Glasgow And the West Who are disappointed To fall short How do you see it Panning out in the Playoffs And of course Tomorrow This is your last chance It is your last Chance to have your say Before those games And they Are Huge Rangers fans Who are you going to pick? Who are you going to play? Are you done with Morelos and Kent? Are you as well leaving them out for the next five games? Or, like Michael Beale says, do they still have a big part to play? You tell us, are you playing them tomorrow or not? Are you changing the goalkeeper? Is it time Robbie McCrory got a chance? Or are you sticking with Alan McGregor? Let us know right now, Celtic fans, are you wrapping up the title tomorrow? Will Hearts pose much of a threat? There's no Carter Vickers. There's no Alistair Johnson. So get all your thoughts in right now, please. 0141 951 1025. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Yes, it is that time on a Saturday when you let us know what is on your mind. Let's be honest, you've heard enough from Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL so far It is time to hear from you If you're looking back on today's football, feel free Mullerwell fans, are you safe? St Mirren fans, how disappointing was Easter Road? What about down the bottom? How do you see it going at the moment? Last night, Queen's Park, Dundee, Morton, Thistle Whoever your team, something must have gone on last night Because pretty much everyone uh, had something to play for So pick up the phone And what about tomorrow? Rangers fans, are you changing the team? Is Kent and Morelos going to play? Would you play them? Would you leave them out? What would you do with them going forward? Michael Beale says they've still got a part to play. Do you agree with that? Or would you do something different? Would you change the goalkeeper? Is it time for Robbie McCrory to get the chance that Michael Beale promised? Or is that going to come later on in the season? Celtic fans, how excited are you about winning the league? Will Hearts pose you major difficulties? You've got a changed backline presumably tomorrow Or will it be wrapped up, get it done and dusted nice and quick? How do you see it going? 0141 951 1025 He won't change the goalkeeper Michael Beale He will play Morelos because they keep on saying Oh there'll be one big performance in him before he goes he won't play Ryan Kent I think he took him off at half time in the Celtic game last weekend Because he was utterly useless and I think Matondo will get a game I think those will be the calls that he will make yeah, You're talking about Morelos And I agree with you Hugh I think he will Only because I'm trying to work out who else he's got available yeah. Cholak's still injured So if he was still injured Who would you play through the middle? Now you can have the argument I'm, And Mark's very big on it about Sakala I just do not think Sakala can play as, a, as that number 9 The main focus um, So in that case and you've got a massive game tomorrow because he will come under not pressure but he'll take a lot of criticism if he doesn't beat Aberdeen tomorrow he's then get Celtic next week potentially if they don't win could win the league at Ibrox so he's got to keep everybody in their toes but oh. the days they sorry gone the days of Morelos are gone now uh, so why continue to play him we watch a thoroughly entertaining youth cup final the other day surely some of those players where 
I know no game is really meaningless But when you've got guys Not pulling your weight And there's no future for them Surely it's worthwhile Promoting some of them Into that squad And giving some youngsters A chance Rather than guys That have let you down Well we'll find out From the Rangers fans What do you think Come on let us know 01419511025 And of course Mark For your old team tomorrow How exciting is it As a Celtic player You've been there On the eve of a game That you know you can win the title yeah, it's huge Now, of course you want to win the league at home If you can Second to that would be Ibrox Third to that would be away at Tynecastle So the Celtic players have got a fantastic opportunity They've put themselves right where they want to be And can wrap up the title Before going to Ibrox next week Now, it'll be difficult Tynecastle is a difficult place to go I know we've seen Celtic teams go there And dismantle hearts But only because they've been very good So they can't underestimate it They need to treat it like a a proper challenge Which it will be And Ange Postecoglou Will be desperate For them to get the job done Tomorrow afternoon I mean Gordon Ultimately if they have to wait A week or a, a game or two To get over the line It's never going to matter In the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things You win the title You deserve to win the title Nothing will change that It just It almost would feel fitting For a team that's been so dominant And so convincing this season To just you know Do it at the first time of asking Yeah that's the standards That they've had all season Gordon It's all about winning games And uh, they've been very good at that Scoring goals I expect them I know that their back line tomorrow Is going to be changed But they're bringing in quality players again And I think at Tynecastle I think with the pitch The atmosphere Everything that goes with it And the will to win That Celtic have got Under Mm. Ange Postacoglu I think they'll have too much Uh, 01419511025 Just quickly Spartans have won the penalty shootout So they will play Albion Rovers For a place In the SPFL next season Let's bring in Michael who is a Celtic fan on the line? What are you thinking tomorrow, Michael? Is, is tomorrow the day? Does the title get wrapped up? Yeah, of course. And I don't, I don't believe it. But I don't believe a hundred percent it will come down to Tynecastle. The, the, the I, find, I think Rangers are struggling at the moment. And I've been listening to what you think about goalkeepers changes. And if I was a Rangers supporter, then tomorrow I would. Put McCrory in goals McCrory I would play But they haven't got Anywhere else to play up front I would play Fashion Sakala On his own up front If, if Ryan Kent And Morelos And McGregor Are, reti- are retiring Or leaving Then those, those three Shouldn't play For the rest of the season See, Mike was a Celtic fan But he's just interested In the discussions of the day Which is absolutely fine And it'll be interesting to see I think what Michael Beale Beal does Michael Beale has to practice Self-protection tomorrow And that's why he'll pick The strongest team There'll be no Robbie McCrory um, Well, we'll find out, obviously What Michael said I suppose is, is true, Mark Celtic have it all in their own hands But there, there is a scenario where Celtic don't do the business At Tynecastle, But an out of form Rangers team Don't beat Aberdeen either yeah. And then Celtic still win the title Which would be weird Because Celtic Kick off 45 minutes Yeah Don't think anybody Rangers do Would want that uh, You know Especially the, the Celtic manager And Celtic players Have set such high standards For themselves this season Some sparkling performances I'm pretty sure When it's so close Within touching distance That the manager Will want a performance Fitting a Or reflective Of what's went on Throughout the season And that means Going to Hearts And playing a an incredibly strong team I don't think there'll be many rested Other than the ones that We know are yep. going to be out I think it's the The full shooting match again And try and get that game won As early as possible Hearts have A lot to play for In their own right though Gordon They had wobbled They bounced back mm-hmm. spectacularly Against Ross County 
He gave Celtic a really really good game at Tynecastle Earlier this season And as Mark says Half of the Celtic back line is missing Is any of that enough though To, to no, make it not, a, for, not, not for me And you can add into the mix That obviously Stephen Naismith Will be desperate to put yourself Right in the frame for a Hearts job And no better uh, putting yourself right up there than beating Celtic tomorrow uh, in front of your home fans that certainly helps your case but I, I know that you're talking about and by the way the, the two players that are left uh, um, are missing the back four tomorrow are massive players for Celtic they've been absolutely brilliant for Celtic mm. that's why Celtic's defensive record has been so good this season but I just think they've got so much quality we touched it in, uh, earlier in the Programme about Motherwell About making one sob But Postacoglu makes five You look at the squad That he's got to pick yep. from That is quality If, if you, you have listened to Ange Postacoglu speak this week With his every press conference He has shown that He really wants it tomorrow He has spoken movingly About his family About the club About the unique nature Of the club in his eyes And his reaction to the win over Rangers last Sunday Showed to me that he really gets mm. Celtic And he wants it tomorrow He wants it in front of The exact number is 1,246 <laughs> To be precise Yes, Celtic supporters He wants it in front of them And not in front of no Celtic fans at Ibrooks. Michael, how confident are you The the, the absence of Carter Vickers and Alistair Johnson that, Is that going to Worry you in any way or full faith in the replacements? I mean, the reason, the reason I actually made the call was in the first place was in relation to he's actually struggling to find somebody for young player of the year. And I phoned up about a young Hibernian player. I can't remember his name now. He's foreign. I've looked on if he's played striker. He's played something. He's played 15 times. He scored five goals. Now he could possibly be. Someone, but getting back to the point you're asking me, no, I'm not concerned. The, the, the most concerning thing for myself at the moment is it, it, it normally over the years is a, a very, very difficult place to go to Tynecastle for Celtic and Rangers. Now, results today with Hibs winning, Aberdeen playing Rangers, Hearts playing Celtic, Hearts now know how close Hibs are. I just listened to a conversation maybe three or four weeks ago about how far Hearts were ahead of everyone mm-hmm. being, being the third best team in Scotland. But they're just about to not finish third. That, well, that's yeah, that's true, and that's what we you know. There, so, there is so much riding on it, but it never. Celtic. Every manager says they're going to treat every game the same, Mark, and you sometimes wonder if that that's really the case. But there just seems to be this. Single track mind from, from Ange Postacoglu and Celtic You know whether Hearts really need it or not Celtic will manage to convince themselves They really need it To, yeah. to get over the line uh, quickly It's a lot of stake at the game And Michael's right to highlight What Hearts' position is in that game Where they look at Hibs very close And they're trying to catch Aberdeen They'll, they'll see it as an opportunity Aberdeen going to Ibrox But it's, it's funny how football works out That Ange Postacoglu arrives here And the first encounter against Hearts They lose the mm-hmm. game yeah, yeah. And now, 18 months or whatever on, he's got the opportunity to clinch the title. I think that'll sit with him pretty special uh, because it's it's a real sign, a real measure of how things have changed in, in quite a short space of time. And everything in between has obviously been fantastic for him. 
But that's a real sign First game To win in the title there At the end of his second Mark, season Is magnificent Where would you most like To walk into The week after You've won the title For the second time In a row Ibrox And Sports mm. Coglu With no fans though Yeah but Still you walk in Off the bus Sure In the front door Good afternoon Ladies and gentlemen We are the Scottish Champions and then uh, a guard of honour, of course, when oh, they, yeah, they got sure. the time shot. <laughs> Rangers, Rangers shouldn't give Celtic a guard of honour. They, they, I mean, they, uh, these things are only designed to try and embarrass a club. Mm. They're not to pay tribute to a club. You want to see people I, I mean, squirm. I agree, it's, it's not going to happen. I don't no. think it's that big a deal, but I don't know about that. I mean, small teams do it to big teams. It's not to embarrass the small team. No, but this is Rangers and Celtic. Aye, that's what I'm saying. You, that's, you, you, but generally it's That's the reason why You'll never ever In your life See the players Swap jerseys no, At the end of the game not happen And um, never ever A lap of honour I must admit I, Michael had me With his riddle About his player of the year Because he gave me an, he, I was, he gave me a suggestion But we didn't have a name I think I've stumbled I think it's been that good if I think it's remember him. Kuharevich Of Hibs He's only started Five games Ah um, Michael that's... No 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 sorry Started ten Started ten And came off He's got five goals He has 21 He's looked dangerous He's never going to be In the conversation I don't think Sorry Michael nah. We'll agree to disagree That was yeah, Michael Well done in finding them By the yeah, way Because you didn't have A lot to go on there yeah, I had, had, mm-hmm. had a rough idea Thank you Michael from Ayrshire What are you thinking Out there though Let us know We'll try and get you on next The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here But they're waiting for you to get in touch So let's do it 0141-951-1025 Looking back on today Looking back on last night Or previewing tomorrow That seems to be uh, the main order of business About things The first caller looking ahead there to Celtic potentially Wrapping up the league None of you think there's going to be any trouble In the making there do you? You think it's going to happen oh, tomorrow? Be a yeah. great game I think Hearts will pose many problems to Celtic I just think that you go back to the consistency factor Celtic have only lost four league games Under Ange Postecoglou over two seasons They are phenomenally consistent And uh, you know they rely on that tomorrow No disrespect meant to Anthony Ralston But I think Celtic fans probably know what he can do And they've seen him come in and, and do it on quite a number of occasions Do you think there'll be a real level of intrigue in Presumably Kobayashi who plays But you know to be fair, Starfield's been brilliant recently, but just maybe looking to you know, can he be an option next season? Can he get closer? Today's like or days like tomorrow would be an interesting indicator. Yeah, it's a big test for him because it is such a big game. There's something at the end of it, so it's a must win. Um he played there in the cup. Did he come on at half time? Do I remember yeah, in the right. cup? Yeah. And I remember he had a few you know moments in that game, but I thought he handled himself fine. I think every time we've seen Kobayashi the more impressive he becomes. Composed in defence, can play out exactly what Postal Coglu wants, but once under pressure, that's a different kettle of fish, and Stephen Naismith will be telling his front men that to, to really test him in that regard. But Ralston, don't see any problems. Obviously not as good as mm. Alistair Johnson. You wonder who who playing the right-hand side then if Starfelt plays with him? Starfelt. Starfelt. He's right-footed, Kobayashi's yeah, left. Playing, right, yeah. Um, let's hear from both managers quickly on that one Stephen A. Smith then Ange Postacoglu Well we need to be disciplined We need to be have full control of when we've got the ball When we've not got the ball I think Celtic are a team who are very aggressive With a, the way they play And they try and win the ball back quickly um, And that intensity is there So we need to be ready for that But then when we've got the ball We need to show some of the, 
the good moments that we've shown in Ross County and uh, caused problems. With it being a home game, we want to go out and cause as many problems as what Celtic will cause to us. There's not many better stadiums in Scotland to play any game. Um, and again, going back to the Ross County game, once we give them something to, to back, they back us and the atmosphere was great. I think that will be the same case this weekend. If we can start well, start fast and show our intent, then the fans will come with us. But we've got to give them something to, to, to want to get behind. No, I don't think so. I think, you know, the lads now, this group of players have sort of experienced uh, this kind of build-up to a big game, um, you know, over the last sort of 20-odd months. And, uh, you know, obviously we were in this position last year and, uh, you know, played a couple of cup finals and, you know, a couple of cup semifinals. So they know that in the big games there's always a bit of excitement and and, uh, and hype around them and, and they know that there's, um, you know, outcomes that – um, can be pretty special at the end of it, but they've been pretty good at just being focused to playing our football. And um, yeah, they're human beings; they know what's at stake, and they know what the potential of a, a of a positive result is. So um, they'll take that into the game. But within that context, they'll still, you know, I think their focus will be clear. And we've got to play our football. It's a difficult place to play. Their you know hearts have got you know plenty to play for. So uh, you know the beauty of it is if. If we do do it, we're going to have to earn it and it's the only way you want to do it. Now, of course, it is a strange schedule tomorrow because Heart Celtic is 2.15 and then Rangers Aberdeen is just 45 minutes later. So there is obviously a potential for a kind of weird ending should Celtic not do it on their own and then hang around to see what Rangers do. But anyway, let's turn attentions to Ibrox tomorrow with Andy. What would you like to see tomorrow, Andy? Would you like to see changes? And do you think Michael Beale will do that? How are you doing, guys? I, I think I think there will be a couple of changes. Obviously, a couple through injuries and that. But uh, I was saying to the producer, the next two games, are, especially Ibrox, are we need to win, and we need to win playing good football. I mean, I don't think it'll change the keeper. I don't. Even last week, I tried going. I said when I seen the team against Celtic, I would have started the Arfield and Sakala for Kent and Tillman. I wouldn't have started Tillman. I wouldn't have started Kent. You know what I mean? I don't think he'll definitely not play tomorrow. But I think Morelos will play. Because I mean, I've really not got anybody else. And I still think he's got a wee bit of goals in him. He's done work against Aberdeen in the last game. So I, I just, I just really think we need, we really need to watch what we're doing here for the next two games. We need to win them. So what time to definitely time to leave Ryan Kent though in, in favour of Robbie Matondo? I wouldn't play Kent. No, mm-hmm. I, I think he, I think he was injured last week. When he, I don't know why they played him, but Tillman, I mean, he get injured, but. The boys keep saying he's not been doing it the big games. I still think he's got so much potential. But as he worth five million, I'm sitting in the pension now with him. Well, we might not see him again, depending what happens, because we won't see him again this season. He is injured. Ryan Kent, Hugh, um, confirmed by Michael Beale yesterday, his withdrawal against Celtic was tactical and not injury related. Uh-huh. Time to thank him for his service and concentrate on others for the last five, or. I would say so. Uh, I mean How many times Are we going to have people Saying oh he have another performance In him before he goes He's gone already In his head He's gone already uh, It was tactical In the sense that He was getting Absolutely nowhere uh, Against Alistair Johnson And I was more concerned About Alistair Johnson Than he was about the game uh, So I don't think He has anything left To offer Rangers And Rangers have made A very big mistake With him And Morelos They could have cashed in 
a, a proper player trading model would have seen Rangers earn millions, tens of millions of pounds for the two players. They're going for nothing. They've got nothing left to give. Morelos will play because there's no one else. But you can surely improvise in the case of Ryan Kent if he's taken off for tactical reasons at half time, then take the hint. And go and get somebody who offers you more. But how bad? How bad is that? That that argument. You're right, you with Morelos. There's no one else. How how many times do we keep hearing this? Club like Rangers. There's no one else. Now I get this injury. Yeah, you can go Sakala with Arfield off him. You know I, I, what, what's the point in playing Alfredo Morelos? Of course, and there are other ways. But even as a squad, I get big players have been injured, but to not have another striker that you can even promote from the younger side. To even come in and sit on the bench and then allow you maybe to manipulate things with a Sakala and an R-field is reflects poorly on the way the club's been managed and, and, and Alfredo Morelos has been mismanaged because right, and if he was available if Cholak was available and fit would he play tomorrow? I think so I think hands down uh, Yeah um, I, I agree with that but uh, what you've also got to take into consideration here Although Michael Bale will not get the sack, he's coming under pressure yeah. from the Rangers supporters. I, I do get that, but are, are we? Because I don't necessarily disagree, but are we just accepting? Is, is there just never a time? Is that what we're saying? If Rangers and Celtic, there is never a time when you can you can try it because if it's not tomorrow, try what? When do you? Any, you know anything to? McCrory's the one for me, Gordon. That's why? Why would Michael Bale say that he was going to get a fair crack at the whip and he would like to see him? Yet not play him tomorrow Because I agree with you both mm-hmm. Rangers will get stick if they lose And water is wet uh-huh. But if that's the case How far are you taking that? Are you telling me that basically You can never You can never do it Because you say Well there are no meaningless games But surely this is Much closer the to manager a, if I Surely ju- this if is if much, ju- Let me finish right. Surely this is As close to a meaningless game as you get Or closer to a meaningless game than others The manager is in a difficult place The manager cannot Lose to Aberdeen and then Celtic in successive weeks at Ibrox without serious questions being asked. So I think tomorrow, of course, he's aware of his obligations as manager and he must do the best he can. Do you he- feel like most Rangers fans will just accept this season is over and they'll just give Michael Beale to see what he can do at the start of the next no, season? No, they won't. I think I think he could afford to lose to Aberdeen, trying something different than play the same way. And get a, a bang average performance I think the Rangers fans would be entitled I, I to agree, say Where are we going here? I agree with you in the fact that If Cholak was fit tomorrow There's no doubt I would play Cholak, right? But you just don't put square pegs and round holes For the sake of it Because you're what thinking shape, and, and, and I don't, Actually, this is going to come out I don't mean to be rude It's not what I thought mm. What shape is Morelos's peg at the moment though? I think that's the point It's alright to keep him saying You know that it, it, under under what circumstances is he the obvious choice other than because, somebody because, says he's a striker because on the books books just now he's your best striker it's fit and available does that they've mean he's your got, best they've chance not, they've not got anybody is else he, is he still to, your best chance of winning the game um, personally right now yeah with the personnel based they've got not a based, chance based on he can still score your goals he can hold the ball up you can't when? just when you can't just turn round and say, "Well, I'll tell you what. Let's try a winger through there." So and we'll Michael Beale said. Michael Beale has said publicly and numerous times this season that Sakala was brought to the club as a as a number nine or played number nine when he was number in nine. Uh, Sakala's got to play with somebody up there. You've we've seen him in Europe when he played there himself. He cannot mm. play there. He has no idea how to play there. 
I am not disagreeing that Rangers have got to try something different. But you can only try something different if you've got personnel. I I just feel like you're speaking in generalities because... If you watched the game last week You might have said Morelos can't play up there That's the point I'm getting at Just because he wears Who would you this play then? badge No this is the thing It's not so much That I think It isn't going to be Morelos It's just this blanket No can do That I don't quite understand It's alright for you to say Fashion Sakala cannot play there I'm asking you Can Morelos play there Any Morelos, more effectively Morelos just now? is Rangers top goal scorer in Europe Great So fa- obviously well, listen, he can play up as, there As much as I appreciate the history lesson yeah, I'm talking about tomorrow is, is, there the, any, the is there any ethos, obvious difference? The whole ethos with Morelos now is Surely he can rekindle it for one game well, That sounds it, flimsy I know, best. yeah And that's the position that Rangers are in Because they, they can't have Cholak Because he's injured And Sakala uh, Shows by his misses against Celtic In two games at Hamden That he's not a natural striker And therefore Morelos is the only guy Who fits the profile If, if we're talking about The manager under pressure And the crowd going along And what that will look like If Morelos starts What would the crowd's reaction be To seeing Morelos again They know he's leaving He's not been offered a contract They know over the last period He's been substandard He doesn't pull his weight for the team how did the crowd react then mm. to seeing that again in the team? Andy, what do you what do you think about that? That this notion that Michael Beale would get less stick, if you like, if he if he just tried something and made a bit of a statement. Maybe if it, if it didn't go right, would he, would he not get less stick than if he went with the same group? Well, as a summer, we've all changed summer, but I just, I mean, Alfie was unlucky against Aberdeen. I mean, he took a crying touch of the ball, turned the boy cleared that line. So he still, I know he's not been scoring, but I still. I think well, David Gordon would want to play him because Sakala's no he's not the answer. He can play him out wide maybe, but up right in the middle for me, Manel's is still sure about at least try and show about a loyalty for the next five games or especially the next two games. Because Aberdeen and Celtic are they're the biggest rivals we've got. Yeah, four We'd goals be. since the start of March for Sakala, two for Morelos in that period. I know he missed the sitters, but um Anyway, we'll see what happens We'll see what happens tomorrow Definitely no change in goal though for you, no? Not for me, no Again, same logic So does, does I Rob... think he's got to change a goalkeeper he's, he, he can't come out and say to the lad He's got to get a fair crack at the whip And then when he's got to play him So if he's going to, if he's had that conversation He's come out publicly and, and said Look, you're going to play I'm going to give you a fair crack at the whip a fair cracky whip's not one game at home or whatever. It's a run of games mm. and big games. Robbie McCrory's been there for years. Yeah, but he's he's been injured though. And remember, Michael Beale. It's not us that are coming up with this. Michael Beale publicly stated he would get a chance when he was fit. So do you, what do you need? Do you need to wait till the last two games of the season? Well, I'll go back to my main point, which is Michael Beale practices self protection and will do what's best for mm. Michael Beale. And I think he will think. McGregor Course and distance I'll need to go with him Because if I throw in Robbie McCrory And it goes pear shaped Then but I, get... I, I think it is better for him In the future To, to see McCrory Because but his McGregor's, future, McGregor's, his McGregor's gone is week by week When does he get So you're talking like The last two games in Because he said he'll give him a chance So it's I him think, like I say This isn't We need to remember that The criteria is set here By Michael Beale Who I, says I, Robbie McCrory Gets a chance I, but, but On my personal opinion the Celtic game is the last one that Michael Beale right. needs to bother so about. You play McGregor the next two, and then McCrory after that, perhaps. Correct. In my estimation. Um, see, that's that's not a lot to judge on. If that's if that's me, I'm thinking, how can you tell if this guy's going to well one 
be in the building next year and be capable of challenging whoever else I bring in or possibly be good enough to be my number one next year. Why? Like he's never going I to be number one. Think he'll be number he's one. not going You're to be right. number one. But surely he's he's been kept and tested to see if he was good enough to be number two. At twenty five years old, you should be either an established number two who's Good enough to be called on Or you mm. should actually be playing but, but if you're a manager You can't leave yourself open To the criticism Of coming out publicly And saying He's going to get his chance he's and, not doing it. and not doing it So he can't do that He's got to back his word I can understand Where Hugh's coming from You look at Aberdeen Rangers Yeah go with the tried And tested experience Of McGregor Then the last couple of games But I don't think that's been fair to the boy. You may as well try him in the big games. If you guys are talking about change something up front, has and played in an old firm game. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Beals looked, looked at him. Michael looked at him for four years. He was three years at Ibrox with Stephen Gerrard, and he's never shown any inclination at he's any time to put him in. With, I mean, sorry to be very obvious and patronising. He's four years younger then, though, isn't he? So he's bound to be further away from it. He was out on loan a couple of times. And to repeat for the 50th time what it feels like You seem to be brushing over the fact that Michael Beale is the one who mm. says he'll get the chance That's the important part of this discussion but Michael Beale admits himself today that he, he said things about players uh, Because he was mindful of what their agents might think if he said the wrong thing about them I think so that was more about in terms of when he said it wasn't a rebuild at the start But now he is, I think that's what he was referring to because you know you can't come in in February and say oh we need a big rebuild and then the dressing room goes was that, yeah. that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't yeah. get down well that. Well at the yeah. time when he said I'll, I'll definitely give McCrory a game he didn't know how his season was going to end. He didn't know what the split was going to look sure. like. Sure, yeah. but, but then similarly if Ran- but if Rangers <laughs> but this is the point if Rangers were two points behind Celtic at the moment then he would be even less likely to give McCrory a chance. Surely I don't think that he... this heightens it. This heightens the opportunity. I, I, I all guesswork speculation. I don't think mm. he rates what go, what goes he wouldn't in there. Surely you're agreeing he's not, yeah. He wouldn't play if there was a point in it tomorrow, would he? Well, if he doesn't play him Do you, at w- all Would he though? If he doesn't play him at all Then you can say what you like about the manager uh, Deceiving the public But I think In his deepest subconscious The manager doesn't rate the goalkeeper Gaz is on Twitter As a Rangers season ticket holder Don't care about the games left League's over Change the team Try the players have not played If we lose I couldn't care less McCrory, Ridvan, Wright etc Rod says No Rangers fan cares if we win, lose or draw We'd rather see fringe players getting a chance Won't matter to Rangers fans If we lose every game From now until the end of the season Mm. I wouldn't call Rod a uh, Rod a liar I mean, No his, I'm his talking opinion. about The other Rangers fans The, the, the majority of them Yeah he's speaking On behalf of people Who don't if, want if, his 100% if, of the tweets That have made its way To my inbox if, if Conveniently Ranger, enough If Rangers lost every game From now to the end of the season yeah. Let me tell you We'd be inundated know, With phone calls But that's not going to happen By putting Ross McCrory In goals I'm not saying it? that I said that on. I would probably play Anyway 01419511025 Good time to call After they play you have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. We've got Paul on the line. Let's do a bit of today's managers first quickly though. Jim Goodwin, it's been a bad day at the bottom for Dundee United. They lost at St Johnson, had a man sent off in Charlie Mulgrew. And it's just tightened things up because remember St Johnson obviously winning that one. And Killy... Losing as well at Motherwell, Ross County getting the victory at home to Livy. So here's Jim Goodwin. Credit to the players, they never gave up. It wasn't a case of uh, St Johnston pinning his back and Berigiti having loads of saves to make. You know, we really tried to get uh, as many offensive players 
on the park as possible toward the end. Um, you know, we knew we'd leave ourselves light at the back, and we were hit on the counter attack on a couple of occasions. But um, you know, it just wasn't to be. I, I think if the Fletcher effort at the end goes in, um, I think over the whole piece, uh, a draw probably would have been a fair outcome. I don't think it was a, a particularly great game of football. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the last game on the highlight show tomorrow night. But look, we knew it was going to be a tight affair. There hasn't been a great deal between the two teams over the course of the season and the previous three fixtures. And um, you know, it's fine margins that that whoever got that first goal today was key. Unfortunately, it's a really poor goal from our point of view. Higher up though, big win for Hibs beating St Mirren at Easter Road. They'll be hoping Hearts lose tomorrow, and that'll really shake things up up there. Here's Lee Johnson. Yeah, I was really pleased with the uh, three points. I thought we made hard work of it in the second half. You know, we should have had more control than we did. I don't think we dominated the midfield at all. And first half, we were very dominant. Um, a lot of the stuff that we'd worked on throughout the week, the boys executed to perfection. I thought the ball speed, you know, our, our passing, our movement was good. We had good opportunities in the first half. For whatever reason, second half, we just fizzled out. Not enough, like, on their game. In saying that, continued to work hard, you know, we had to shuffle the pack a little bit, change the shape just to cope with the St Mirren side that had then thrown caution to the wind, obviously after the poor goal we conceded. Um, and then in the end, it was good to sit out, even the injury time, we probably managed that quite well. Uh, and while we're on the managerial front, before we go back to Paul, let's hear from Stuart Kettlewell, and you're getting absolutely no prizes for guessing which player he's talking about again today. King Kev, according to the Motherwell fans before the game, and he scored again. Kilmarnock had bits in the game, of course they did, um, we knew they would, um, but I think based on chances created, um, I think their goalkeepers had an outstanding day. With a couple of massive stops, but now in general, uh, you look at the offside goal and things like that. We created a number of chances in the game, so I think we we deserved it. We would maybe have liked that second goal to come, you know, a wee bit earlier, just to kind of calm nerves and whatnot. I think it's, it's a moment of brilliance, isn't it? The goal, second goal is excellent. Um, I think the first goal is really good as well in a number of ways, but you know, the the, the ball from Liam Kelly, the touch from Kevin. Um, it's excellent he had a moment in the first half didn't he as well where he sort of chops inside with some sort of Cruyff with the ball coming down with snow in it which was, which was pretty amazing as well and he got filled but yeah we know he's capable I think all you guys know he's capable as well but um, I've just spoke about it there sometimes it's not just about the players sometimes it's about the person um, and I thought he handled himself absolutely brilliantly again today because we know that there's plenty of hype and there's plenty of talk about him um, and very easy just to think that players are robots and they can just keep churning things out so um, I'm more delighted with the person today than I am the player What a return Hugh, what a season he's having yeah. Is he going to be on that, that short list would you think on Wednesday? Oh, something far wrong if he isn't Yeah, uh, I, I do realise there's a log jam of Celtic players there uh, But uh, it's the players who are voting for the, the award mm. And so I'd be stunned if Kevin Van Veen's name wasn't there Motherwell absolutely safe now I mean I know people yep. maybe thought they were before But are you closing the door? Oh, of course, uh, of course. It's it's been a remarkable turnaround. Credit must go to, of course, all the squad, but in particular, Kevin Van Veen and the man we've just heard for there, Stuart Keltwell, who has turned things around dramatically. I mean, ten points away from the the playoffs, Gordon. Yeah, today was just uh, rubber stamped it, Gordon. Um, they can relax. They can, you know, enjoy the rest of the season They're in good form. Another good result. Van Veen looking for more goals. I, I'll be honest. I know that. Obviously these votes came a bit earlier But 
I, I would be very surprised if Van Veen's not up there. Well, that's what true, season, actually, because even I mean, even if even if it was a couple of weeks ago, you've missed. I don't know how many of his goals because he's scored the run he's on for a start. It's seven consecutive games. So you know, one, two, three, nine in his last seven or ten in his last seven. Mm. What a run yeah. that is! You two will need to get new posters for your bedroom walls. Oh, absolutely! What a man. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's bring in Paul, who's a Rangers fan. What are you thinking tomorrow, Paul? Uh, hi guys, thanks for letting me on. Um, I well. Look, it's easy to turn, turn around and say, well, the league's finished and whatnot, but still, you know, follow through the team, you know, through thick and thin. But uh, I've got two points. Um, first one being, I know there's been a lot of chat about Kent and Morelos. Uh, well, in my opinion, I don't think they've shown any heart desire, particularly in the last couple of games against Celtic. So, to be honest, I, I'd have had them out the door. I, they're going to leave anyway, free choice. So, I've got nothing to lose. I just don't see the point of playing them. I know the same could have been said by other players. And, not just the Rangers, but I mean, there's Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, he still played with Man United, but they kept him going for a wee while to get him out the door. But they too, it was a disgraceful scene, to be honest. Um, I would have had Morelos off along with Kent at the time, because he offered, I agree with what Hugh was saying, offered next to nothing. I, I would stick up, I'd defend McGregor. I think McGregor, you know, Rangers through and through, he'd lose the club, but he is a legend, you know. But I would like to see McCrory give him a chance. You know, he played against Celtic a couple of years ago, I think. And played really well, in my opinion. Um, I said probably going to be Rangers number one. I wouldn't think so. No, I'd, I'd, I'd think Jack Butland, if the, if the rumours are true, I'd, I'd take him in. Um, I think we need new fresh faces, obviously. Um, but I certainly wouldn't have, have they two near the, the last five games. And one last wee point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if anyone's phoned in about it. Um, uh, Graeme Soonis, well, happy birthday to him. Uh, he's 70 years, I think, today. Um, I, I know he's finished his duties in Sky and whatnot. Uh, I know he's doing charity work with Deborah, I think it is. So, but I just wonder, you know, Rangers need a big profile back, and I'm wondering they brought back the likes of Walter Smith, who did a fantastic job for us, and he's returned to Rangers at the time. And I wonder whether Graeme Soonis, maybe not in a footballing capacity, eh, maybe the days are gone, but certainly maybe um, giving us a bit of you know, what Rangers mean to people and giving us that back in that Scottish profile nah but, you're right Paul not in a footballing capacity not 70 no. I, can't see him on, I, can't, I can't see him alongside Nicholas Raskin at 70 um, I, I get Paul's point Hugh because you've seen the old Twitter rumour mill you get two you get another two Yeah. who knows what you come up with but I've seen this oh well you know we're looking for a director of football that sort of thing I, t- I, I, I don't think that's for Graham Soonis uh, I may say that uh, uh, I, I like Graham I wish him a very happy birthday he was sensational to interview when I was doing the beat um, but I think he'll have his uh, mind on other lines of work at the moment um, there is big change going on behind the scenes you Massive, know, isn't yeah it? I mean you, you the, the, the people the finance director managing director director of football academy former chairman head academy, academy yeah. head yeah I mean so clearly there is a search for fresh impetus led by John Bennett, the, the new chairman. Um, I, I don't think that Graham Soonis is, is quite what Rangers are looking for. Surely, surely, with all those positions going, surely when you see a search, that must be well down the road. Yeah, You're not allowing so. that many people to leave without having replacements. Um, another interesting thing, I think, that Michael Beale said yesterday. Most of the debate has centred around Will Morelos and Kent play Should they continue to play And Paul said you know they're, they're choosing to leave I'd like to 
really try and fully understand the way this has played out, right? Because maybe it is me that's picking it up wrong, but Michael Beale said yesterday that Rangers hadn't offered either either of them a contract. And it's kind of I don't really know I don't really get that in the sense that I mean, go back to December or whenever it was. Remember, Douglas Park made those comments at the AGM along mm. the lines of, you know, sometimes you've, you you can only offer so much or whatever, whatever the, the phraseology was. That just kind of, to me, sounded like Rangers had said, okay, well, how's about this contract? And they had said, no, like that, that's not enough. Um, you know, it's been a bit cagey over the last couple of months since Michael Beale came in about who's been offered a contract and, and when and so on. Just thought it was interesting to say we haven't come forward with a contract offer for either. My understanding is that is maybe before Michael Beale came in, there was contract right, talks okay. ongoing and Morelos maybe or Kent or both said, no thanks, we'd like to negotiate. And when so Beale comes in, that would be fair he said, let's put everything in hold to our judges, players. And that is quite interesting. That's the Rangers manager's decision not like, to offer them anything. Yeah, I do feel like at times in that period that's passed, he's... Maybe not right now, maybe not this week, but a couple of months ago, I feel like he spoke highly about Ryan Kent and mm. at least suggested a desire to to keep him. Yeah, but I think he's looked value for money, uh, Gordon. And sometimes when you've got your budget there, you're looking right, OK, I'm not going to get any transfer money in for two of them, but I can free up the guts of the, the big wages. Or, or is it a case that you, you, know, you get that vibe and it's almost like, well, you don't waste your time offering a contract. I think you, you, know, go that possibility. you go to the pair of them and say, "What are you looking for?" And their representatives give you a figure. At that point, Douglas Park said, <laughs> "Under no circumstances." Uh, and I think it's just been allowed to to go away from that point on. Mm. Um, I mean, Paul's kind of similar to the last couple of calls and tweets. You know, that just doesn't see any need for them to. To feature tomorrow, you know what are you what are you gaining from it? It's going to be a fascinating team team line tomorrow. Can't wait! I can't wait. Uh, we've had a debate for the last what forty five minutes about it. Um, Rangers fans have got different opinions out there about it. Um, to both teams, Celtic mm. and Rangers tomorrow, will be very interesting. But I'm looking forward to a super Sunday. And Mark tomorrow, Celtic wrap up the title trophy, two out of two, lining up a potential treble. It is a massive day. Huge day. And Ange Postacoglu will want to get the job done as quickly as possible And that means a stellar performance against Hearts tomorrow And it's all over And the day that we've just had, Hugh, that wasn't exactly a letdown either It's been quite a blockbuster weekend already Malky Mackay comes out smelling of roses He is now one point away from Kilmarnock and Dundee United Kilmarnock concerns about them And Dundee United, it's all very well for Jim Goodwin to say That they were never that far away At the end of the day they lost and three vital points are gone. This weekend has been incredible already. The championship wrapped up in the most dramatic of fashion last night. Huge day today and the title could be won tomorrow. We are back tomorrow at 2pm. Make sure you join us. GBX is up next. <laughs>